Welcome to the Knoxville Christian Center podcast, where everybody is somebody and Jesus is Lord. God redeems bad things and brings good out of them and turn, turns evil curses to blessings. So when you're under some great attack, just know that God will bring good out of it. Joseph said, as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. And we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. You need to love God. (laughs) And you need to know you're obeying him and doing what he's called you to do. Amen, preacher. (laughs) Amen. This does not mean that everything that happens is good or that God sent those bad things. And some people say, well, I know God sent this on me to teach me something. That is not true. The Bible teaches very plainly, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. It's the devil that's causing the problem, and the solution is Jesus Christ. You see, he will take the bad things that the devil uses against us and convert it to good, but he didn't send it. As long as you believe that the de- God is sending bad things on you, you cannot believe God to take them off of you. But when you know it's the devil, then you can believe God to undo what the devil's doing and even turn it to good. I know I had to learn that lesson myself. You see, God takes what the devil means for evil, redeems it, and brings good out of it. That's what redemption is. He takes messes and, and brings good out of it. He takes up a messed, la- messed up life and redeems that life and brings something wonderful and good out of it. President uh, <clears throat> Donald Trump pardoned Alice Johnson. Uh, it made headlines and they showed pictures of, uh, uh, video pictures of her dancing and praising God. Uh, a beautiful black lady... Uh, who said God used her 22 years in prison to train her uh, to help with prison ministry. And uh, Donald Trump, uh, I know, had to be used of God to set her free. And that was ordained of God. And uh, he set her free. And she said that if it's me, I'd be mad. (laughs) Because... uh, See, they put her in prison just over some drug deal or something. And today you just walk away from that and they don't do anything. Uh, put her in prison for 22 years and she said, praise God. Okay. Uh, I don't think I'd had that sweet an attitude about it. But she did say, I know that God has used this to train me to work for prison reform. Satan meant to destroy her life, but now she's a national figure. Everybody knows who she is. But God used this horrible thing to give her a college degree in prison reform. She has a degree from prison to help reform uh, the uh, laws of the land and to help people who are in prison. God is using her right now. Genesis 37 verse 19. And they said one to another, Behold, this dreamer cometh. Verse 23. And it came to pass when Joseph was come. Unto his brethren that they said uh, that they stripped Joseph out of his coat, uh, his coat of many colors that was on him in verse 24. And they took him and cast him into a pit. Joseph's very own brothers sold him to the Ishmaelites for 20 
pieces of silver. Would that make you a little depressed? <clears throat> and <clears throat> I assume no one here has ever been sold into slavery, but you've had things that was pretty depressing <laughs> and pretty bad, pretty awful, very terrible. So <clears throat> Joseph's very own brothers sold him to the Ishmaelites for 20 pieces of silver who took him to Egypt and sold him to Potiphar. His own brothers sold him into slavery. This is terrible, but God was with him. Never think that God has deserted you because he has not, and he will not. Genesis 39, 2, the Lord was with Joseph. Read that with me. The Lord was with Joseph, and he prospered, and he lived in the house of his Egyptian Master, notice that God prospered him and blessed him even as a slave. Why? Because he never lost his faith. He was totally sold out to God. And when he had an opportunity to help people, he helped people. And he was used of God even as a slave and, as you'll see in a minute, as a prisoner. Uh, the Lord, Genesis 39, 2, the Lord was with Joseph and he prospered. And he lived in the house of his Egyptian master. A lot of us have all these excuses why I can't be blessed and why I can't be successful. My mama spanked me when I was three years old and ruined my life. Get over it. Get over it. Grow up. I've been wanting to say that all week. Grow up. <laughs> Verse 3. His master saw that the Lord was with him. When God's got you anointed, everybody can see it. They may not know what it is, but they know there's something different about you. <laughs> His master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord gave him success in everything he did. Wow. Gave him success in everything he did. When you truly live your life praying and fasting and believing God to direct every step he will, and therefore you will prosper in everything you do. It may not look like it at the time, but God is working. Even in slavery, God blessed everything that he did. Uh, I guess you'd say, well, it didn't look like it. He got thrown in prison. Okay. I mean, you know, sometimes you think you can't get any worse, and it, it gets terrible. It gets uh, much worse. And that's what happened to Joseph. But even in slavery, God blessed everything he did. You see, we can sit and feel sorry for ourselves, or we can believe God like Joseph did. Never lose faith. Genesis 39, 6. Now, Joseph was, somebody needs this. Maybe some of you businessmen or ladies, you know you're faced with what looks like is a real tragedy, maybe even a loss of your business, your company. But let me tell you something, God's not done yet. Genesis 39, 6. Now, Joseph was handsome in form and appearance. Verse 7, his master's wife looked with desire at Joseph, and she said, lie with me. Now, a lot of us would say, well, God turned his back on me, so I'm going to turn my back on him. I'm going to have some fun. I'm going to do what I want to do. If Joseph had done that, I wouldn't be talking about Joseph today. You'd never heard of him. He made up his mind he was going to live for God, and that proves it right there. Now listen, verse 9, Joseph said, There is no one greater in this house than I, 
And he has withheld nothing from me except you because you are his wife. Now then, how then could I do this great evil and sin against Potiphar? No, that's not what he said. How then could I do this great evil and sin against God? When we sin, we're sinning against God no matter how you justify it. It's a sin through people. You hurt people, but it is the direct sin against God, and God holds us accountable. I preached on that not too long ago. How many already forgot it? Okay. <laughs> or how many just ignored it in the first place? But anyway, this woman tempted this handsome young man every day. Every day it says, saying, lie with me. And he was a slave. He couldn't leave. He had no place to go. He was trapped, but he had his mind made up. That no matter if his dream was crushed and never was fulfilled, he still wasn't turning his back on God. When he consistently refused her, she grabbed him and ripped off part of his clothing. But this man of God ran away rather than sin against God. But she accused him. Uh, she's so insulted and she had part of his clothing there in the house. Uh, she accused him of attempted rape, rape and Potiphar had him thrown in the jail. He did exactly what God would have him to do. He was a godly man. He did right. And what was the price? Prison. It doesn't always go the way you expect it to go at first. And if you give up, you'll never see the end result that God had in mind. You can't quit. Jesus said, he that endures to the end. He that endures to the end. There is an endurance process. There's a persistent process. You don't quit. You don't give up. Joseph is in prison. But guess what? He's in the right prison. He's in the right prison. If you're going to go to prison, you want to be in the right prison. Genesis 20, verse 1. The cupbearer and the baker of the king of Egypt. Pharaoh's cupbearer and baker offended their master, Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. So he threw them into the prison where Joseph was. I told you he's in the right prison. You see, uh, looking back on it, we can see God working, but Joseph couldn't see that. And in your mess, uh, the Lord is working, but it doesn't mean you see it. They both... That's why we call it faith. You live by faith. They both had dreams and Joseph interpreted them. That's the cupbearer and the baker. And Genesis 40 verse 13, Joseph said to the cupbearer, Within three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your office. And that was exactly what happened. Well, when the uh, uh, baker saw that he had such a good interpretation of that dream. He thought, well, now I have Joseph to interpret mine. So Joseph said to him, the baker, within three days, Pharaoh will lift off your head. He told the cupbearer, he'll lift up your head. He told the baker, he'll lift off your head. I mean, it was a big difference. Uh, within three days, Pharaoh will lift off your head and hang you on a tree. And the birds will eat away your flesh. Uh, and Pharaoh, guess what, had him executed and the dream was fulfilled. So Joseph asked the cupbearers, when you get back 
to your position, would you please tell Pharaoh about me that I'm in this prison for no reason? I was sold into slavery, uh, taken away from my family. I'm here for no reason. Uh, tell Pharaoh my case and get me out of here. He wasn't happy being there, but he was serving God there anyway. Ask Pharaoh to get me out of here. And how you know the Bible says, Cursed is the man that trusteth in man and makes flesh his arm. If you put your trust in man, you're going to be sadly disappointed. And that's what happened here. This guy got back, and he was so excited about getting his job back, he totally forgot about that guy that interpreted his dream and encouraged him and helped him in prison. He forgot all about that guy. Genesis chapter 41, verse 1, When two full years had passed, Pharaoh had a dream. No one could interpret that dream. <laughs> in verse 9, the chief cupbearer, Said to Pharaoh, today I'm reminded. <laughs> Two years later, I am reminded of my shortcomings. I promised this guy in prison that interpreted my dream that I would tell, him, tell you about him and I forgot it. But this man, sir, can tell you your dream and interpret your dream. So, <clears throat> you see, uh, we can never trust man, but we can always trust God. He forgot Joseph, but Joseph gave, but God gave this man a reminder, verse 14. So Pharaoh sent for Joseph, and he was quickly brought from the dungeon. In prison back then, weren't like they are now. Some of them, like now, is kind of like a, a, a hotel. You got TV, you know, all kind of workout rooms and everything else. But then it was a dungeon. After 13 years... He is finally free. And until now, he could not make sense of any of this. He could, not, he could not see any reason for any of this. This is why we trust God and not their circumstances. You might be thinking, what in the world is it? God gave me a vision, gave me a dream, and everything. You see, the devil is trying to beat you up to the point that you'll just give up. He knows the only way he can win if you, is if you give up. You're looking at a guy that don't quit. Because <laughs> yeah. I know God will come through. You just got to hang in there. Uh, Joseph interpreted his dream. Several years later, uh, let me see here. So uh, let me get back in the right place. Uh, so verse 29, Joseph interpreted the king's dream, Pharaoh's dream. He said, seven years of great abundance are coming throughout, throughout the land of Egypt. I didn't give you all the details. It take too long. You can go read all of that yourselves about the fat cows and skinny cows and all of that kind of stuff. Verse 30, but seven years of famine will follow. Verse 33, now let Pharaoh look for a discerning and wise man and put him in charge of the land of Egypt. Pharaoh says, well, you're pretty sharp. What about you? Why don't I just make you prime minister of all of Egypt and you take care of this food shortage thing for us? He went from the prison to being what today we call like prime minister of Egypt. What was his dream? Remember what his dream was? That people be bowing down to him, including his own brothers. That's what made the brothers so mad. 
Hey, but if your dream came from God, it will happen if you don't give up. You've been listening to the Knoxville Christian Center podcast. Click subscribe so you don't miss Dr. Barry Culberson's weekly messages. For more information or to email a comment, head over to KnoxvilleChristianCTR.org. Coming up next week will be part two of God Brings Good Out of Evil. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a message. The Knoxville Christian Center, where everybody is somebody and Jesus is Lord.